Hey, what is up? It's Todd, and I am fired up for the Olympics. The Olympics have been something that have excited me since 1984. Yeah, yo, I remember it. Came to LA. I was a kid in middle school in Los Angeles, and the Olympics coming to town was a big friggin' deal, especially because we had season tickets to USC football games, and where was the opening ceremony going to be and all the track and field events inside of the Memorial Coliseum in Los Angeles where exactly the Olympics was held in 1932 is my guess. Oh, I really should have checked that before I came on this podcast, but you get the point. I'm super fired up about the Olympics and I got a text message from an Olympic athlete, a medal winner who reached out to me and said, Todd, I'm looking for some resources and advice. I have the opportunity to be on a podcast next week, and I'm wondering if you have any resources or tips to help me prepare. I've been listening to your podcast, and I love how clear and concise you speak. Thank you, but you don't get to hear any of the outtakes. Oh, that was me just ad-libbing. Thanks for any advice or help, Todd. Hey, in this episode of Video Marketing Mastery, we're going to respond to that Olympian and I'm going to share the advice so you can learn from it also. Discover how video can help you achieve your sales and marketing goals. It all starts right here in Todd Hartley's Video Marketing Mastery. Okay, okay, so let's get down to it. How do you prepare for an interview? Now, I do these all the time, and I've also been an interviewer and a talk show host and a reporter, an investigative reporter. Oh, God, just made me remember a story I need to tell you in the future about the worst interview I ever did. But for this episode, let me break this down. This Olympian needs to know, and you need to know it because you're an Olympian in your job that you do every day. So let's do this together. The first thing I do when I'm, when I'm preparing to be interviewed is I write down some notes that I want to make sure that I've either got reps on, repetition, or that I deliver at the right moment. If there's something that I'm pitching or I want people to go and give them a, what we would call in the marketing world, a CTA, a call to action, I have to write that also. And then I'm also gonna give you some of the tactics that I do because a lot of us are now doing our interviews in front of a Zoom Zoom camera and we're on our computer screen. So I'm gonna give you tips for that but I also want to make sure that you have tips in case you don't have that information in front of you. So first, I've already given, let's just start off talking about Zoom. Let's assume this Olympian is doing this interview, this podcast via Zoom. And it doesn't matter if it's a different platform, but if you're in front of a computer, what I would like you to do is open up a Word doc program and write out the responses. In some cases, you may know the questions in advance. You may know the topic in advance. If so, just write out some bullet points of things you want to communicate, of messages. 
You know, like for example, I know I'm going to be doing an interview about event and conference hybrid, so virtual and in-person strategies. I'm going to be doing an interview on this coming up soon. Somebody asked me about it and I put together my notes of strategies and tactics that I want to make sure that I communicate and then I organize them in a logical flow. What's the most important to talk about? Followed by the second and the third. And then if there is any stats that I want to teach somebody, if there's any data that I'm going to have a hard time remembering, I'll put that up there in the notes also. And I don't write in complete sentences unless it's something I don't, I just don't know and I want to make sure that I deliver it perfectly. If you want to make sure you deliver it perfectly, write the sentence out And then the other thing I want you to do is I want you to say that sentence out loud as if you were just asked in the interview. I want you to get reps on it, repetitions. You know, this Olympic athlete has so many reps swimming that it it just correlates, right? Like what is the Tony Robbins quote? Repetition is the mother of skill. Repetition is the mother of skill. So the more times you go over that one sentence and you start to say it as if you're being interviewed, you get yourself to the point where you've refined and practiced it so you can execute when the question comes up. That also means it's helpful to look at it, say it out loud a few times, put it away, come back to it later on in the day and get some more reps on it. All right. I typically use something that like, you know, a lot of us write in a Word doc or in Google Docs or something. But what I've noticed is I want, if I'm doing an interview, this is a pro tip for you. If I want to connect with the audience and you know me, I want to make sure that I'm making eye contact with the lens. So on my tips would be making sure that your eyes are at the same horizontal level as the camera lens on your laptop if you're using a laptop, which means you may have to lower your chair to get to that proper height. Or you might need to add some books underneath your laptop for the interview so the camera is at a horizontal level with your eyes. Don't let people look up into your nose. Nobody likes that angle. So make sure that you organize it so you've created the right focal height to look at you. And just because your laptop is on the desktop doesn't mean that's appropriate for an interview. So use some books, jack up that computer, or lower your chair. I also want you to think about your background and make sure that your background doesn't, isn't too bright because I want the lights in front of you and not behind you. And if there's a story that you want to tell, make sure you write that a couple of things that will trigger your brain about the story. And because I'm dyslexic, you guys can probably tell that I rattle off stats often. But I typically am putting those numbers and the stats up on the screen because my lastixic brain will flip those things all around. And before I know it, I'm telling people that something is 27% when it's really 72% and I have to organize myself. So make sure you organize yourself, use bullet points. And then remember a moment ago, before I digressed, 
I was telling you about Word documents, like you can write this in a Word doc and you could do this in a Google doc but or pages if you're on a Mac. But what I've found to be the most helpful okay. is I open up and I'm on a, a Mac, so please forgive me PC people. Just know that I love you and I mean well. I would recommend you write this in something like text edit if you are on a Mac or notes if you're on a Mac. And then the reason I want you to use one of those apps is the header on the top of a Word document has way too many tools. The header's like an inch before you can write any text. And what I want to do is have you use a program, an app, where the, the header is really thin so your text can be as close to the camera lens on your laptop as possible. Does that make sense? Because what I'm going to ask you to do is put some lines below a bunch of like return, 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 return lines below your text. So as you are looking at your notes, your eyes have not left the camera much, maybe like a half of an inch from the camera max. And you're just staying at the same focal length distance from the camera the entire time so nobody will know that you're reading and with your your um, hand like you would with your mouse you're just going to scroll up that page as you're talking and then you're only reading the line that's as close to the camera lens as possible the other thing i want you to do is take the margin the left and right margin of your notes and and squeeze those in together like just kind of squeeze it in so it's very narrow of a document. And when I say very narrow, I mean like as narrow as three of your fingers. If you put three of your fingers together, not a, kind of like a read between the lines, three fingers, but you put them up to where your camera is. And that's as wide as your, your middle finger should be right near where your lens is, but your, the width of your three fingers should be as wide as your document. Why? Because if you're looking at your notes and your eyes are going left to right, the full width of your document, everybody's going to know that you're reading. And what they're going to say is not, they're going to go first, they're going to be like, yo, that girl's reading. The second thing they're going to say is, she's not an expert. She's an imposter. And what you need to do is just prepare yourself. And when you prepare yourself and you put that information right in front of you and you center it near the camera and you squeeze in the margins on that document and then you create those lines below all of your words, now you have the ability to scroll up all the way to the end of your notes so the last note can scroll all the way up to the top as close to the camera as possible and nobody will ever know and now you've prepared yourself. Okay, so that's how you do it like a friggin' boss when you're doing a interview over something like Zoom or one of their many competitors. If you're going to be doing it in person, which I know this Olympian does interviews all the time, I would recommend that you, rep you get yourself into repetition in private. What is the Tony Robbins saying for this? Reach into that Tony Robbins bag. You'll be rewarded in public for that which you intensely practice and refine in private, okay? How many laps 
how many strokes did this Olympian practice and refine in private before jumping on the blocks against the fastest swimmers in the world, right? It's the same thing. So like when I get in the car, if I'm going to do an interview somewhere, I've got to center myself. I've got to go through that material. I've got to look at it in my notes because it all starts with the notes. And then I need to verbally say it out loud, get enough reps on it so I'm comfortable. So when the question comes up, I can deliver at the moment of truth. Make sense? All right. Look, I think I, I think I really, let me go back and read this question one more time to make sure I didn't miss anything. I'm wondering if you have any resources or tips to help me prepare. I've been listening to your podcast. I love how clear and concise you speak. Thank you. Thank you. Love that. I think I pretty much nailed this one. You could give me a gold friggin' medal for this. And for those of you that have any questions, don't hesitate. Submit your questions into me and they just might appear here on the podcast. And if you want to get your business started in selling remotely, well, I've got 20 minutes of free learning for you. You can learn how to do a hybrid sales, which is a blend between face-to-face and remote selling, which will allow you to scale and grow your business like never before. It helped us get on to the Inc. 5000 list as one of the fastest growing privately held businesses in America. And if you want to get 20 minutes of me dropping knowledge bomb after knowledge bomb that you can share with you and your team, just go to wirebuzz.com forward slash remote dash sales. That's wirebuzz.com forward slash remote dash sales. Peace.